1: Hello, dear viewer and listener, and those of you eating your dinner, jogging in the park, and uh, having a poo in the bushes. Sometimes you've got to. When when nature comes, you've got to you've got to embrace it. And welcome to ABW Preview with me and John. How doing, John?
0: Uh, I'm good. I've just seen some news that will be instantly out of date if anyone's listening to this in the future. Cool. hey uh, is staying at PSG. He's decided to not go to
1: Real Madrid. Hmm. hmm.
0: <laughs> Yeah, that's my uh, as
1: well. There's only one person who is who is going to be excited by that. And there he is, the beautiful bastard. Mm-hmm. That's enough of him. Get back to this one. I think that looks really good on a back, black background. I yeah, even had lovely. to go and get the logo in the top right hand corner, people. And then because the black I was using in, in MS Paint wasn't the same, I had to go and get the black from, I had to screen grab this and get the black from this, but it still doesn't look like it's lining up. God damn it. Right, let's go and have a say hello to some of the the, the people who've been... Oh, pardon me. We are not sponsored by these, but the new Monsters. Zero Sugar. They've got about six of them. No, eight of them. Oh, mama. And I've managed to find on uh, discount... I go and buy food from discount places. It's out of date, like drinks and things. I found the purple ones. Oh, hello. 12 for a 10. I don't mind if I do. And a 20% discount code anybody shops there let me know and i'll give you the code um oh, i forgot where i was already john we're not even fucking two minutes you, you were gonna say hello to the people in the chat that's what i was gonna do hello to the people in the chat oh we're late because we were talking about pokemon cards and what's your ones magic the gathering magic the gathering on one um this sunday for the sunday roast mike is laying in a gutter somewhere in north london shit-faced And so Sophie's going to come on from the hybrid squad and we're going to have a chit chat about her showbiz life and all the people she's met because she's uh, she knew everybody. And then I'm going to get John on for one of the other ones when Mike is dead or deported. And we're going to talk Pokemon cards. We're going to talk Magic the Gathering cards. And we're going to bore the arse off of everybody. And we don't care. But you might like it um right michael in sweden is there and as usual michael is double dipping he's on twitch and he's on the youtubings which is uh which is a beautiful thing to see thank you very much michael um then who else is a vj morning vj is in i'm not gonna have a guess where you are vj you've told me before i think it might have been india because it's morning i'm sure that's somewhere in southeast asia or possibly i don't know i don't listen i don't even know where john is uh, rocky says hello all uh michael's more things there ray anderson now i know where ray is ray is in jamaica ray if you could let us know what the weather is like have you seen the weather in spain john 45 degrees um Ooh, yeah it's uh it's way too hot for someone like me even i would go oh i might take this jumper off in that kind of weather 45 yeah. that's 90 that's 120 degrees in the shade Add another twenty onto that in direct sunlight. People will be leaving their roast chickens on the driveway to cook them for dinner. Oh, electricity crisis! We don't need electricity anymore. The Earth's warming up. Um, right, we've got Mark back with Anne. Mark, did you go and meet Mike at the Gooners versus Cancer thing at the Tollington last night? Let us know about it, and I'll read out what you say. And are you going tonight to the oh the Arsenal Vision podcast and Askcast? Have you seen the place they're doing that, John?
0: Uh, yes, I can't remember the name of where it's being held, but if you did want to go, if you're in London, I don't know if there's tickets left for it or not. But yes, it's also Vision, Arscast. I assume it's Andrew, James, uh, Clive, all the sort people. Um, yeah, I can't remember the name of the venue, but it does look very, very nice.
1: 800 tickets all sold out. I saw someone on Twitter earlier who had one. Uh, a spare one, but you're good luck. Mike's gonna go. Um oh, Union Union Chapel, that's it, yeah. yeah. Oh uh, Ray Anderson says, I don't know how you and the others still podcast. I'm still hurting from the way we lost the North London derby. And worse, after Newcastle lost, I haven't been on YouTube that regular since. Oh, pardon me. Uh, Mr. Bob Lex He's on the Twitch. Hello, Mr. Bob Lex, lovely to see you. That's Bobby Chick Chick Chicky Booty on Twitter. Um, afternoon, everybody. Mm-hmm. Uh ah. oh, Mark says Sophie met me. Uh there's that at the uh oh, you were in the audience for the hybrid squad and uh, with Tom and Harry and uh, Dan and Lee. Yes. Uh, Mr. Bobleck says, wait, is that the lesser spotted John on the podcast? <laughs> John's got pod fever at the moment, people. It's it's second only to monkeypox at the moment, so <laughs> i timed it perfectly,
0: so it's right at the end of the season. So you get me for like two or three, and then I just disappear
1: for the summer again. (laughs) That's it. You'll have had enough. Oh, VJ's in Los Angeles. That's why it's morning. Bloody hell. LA, not too shonky. John Cronin is there afternoon, lads. Mark says eight hours behind. Obviously, that's the West Coast. Natasha is there. She's in Trinidad, and the devil is sat on us at the moment. Hot as hell. Oh, the devil's bottom. Very hot. Uh, Yes, Union Square. Races, it's 29 degrees and sunny, but the Sahara Desert dust is affecting us, so it looks really hazy. Well, out the front of mine, I've got three thermometers in various places around my house. Outside the front, it's 28 degrees. At the back, it's 29. Hmm, dodgy. Uh, Arsenio Wonga. I think I saw you in the chat of um, Sophie's um, show the other night, didn't I, Arsenio? Uh, You asked how I was. Flippity, flippity. Dippity-poo. Obviously, yes. I'll be at the 12 pins before the game and the gunner's after, says Mr Boblex. Ah, very nice. Hello. Adam, I hear that I undescribed from a bunch of rival fans on YouTube and unfollowed them all on Twitter to avoid the banter. What's that in reference to, John? Because I forgot what I've said.
0: Uh, I think just the sort of general misery and moaning around Arsenal at the moment because of the last two results, I'm guessing. Hmm. This is why yeah. I basically only follow a few positive people about football, a couple Chris. of other fans from other clubs, and lots of porn stars. Because you just can't go wrong, then. It's always happy happy things on the timeline. Oh, and f- obviously ladies. Yeah, f- funny cat videos as well, because I can never get enough of those because I'm a child. My.
1: Bodega Cats, if uh, Chris is constantly oh, tweeting yes. yeah. those. Uh, oh, Miss Boblet says he might pop in the tolly as well to meet Mike. My marks no that's not for me and that's not for me right let's get on with the show john it's seven minutes 40 seconds and we're still flapping around i haven't even tweeted from my own pissing account yet Lawny max my mother would say right there you go there's a tweet we're live five minutes late seven minutes late nearly eight uh right let's have a look at the um uh, the previous hour the history of arsenal v Everton. we have won 108 all competitions we've drawn 46 and we've lost 64 now, when you look at that, you think, oh, we must smash them all the time. Were you aware that we've lost the last three and we've only won one of the last six against them? And Everton really? have probably in one of their worst periods in, in their history. We in in it's all Premier League actually. We lost two one, one nil, two one, beat them three two, drew 0 nil, lost one nil, and then we beat them eight times in the next nine. So that's a it's, terrible.
0: It's weird, yeah. It's weird how you remember things
1: because I always took
0: games against Everton as our home games. We would generally win, and then the away game would be tough, and maybe we'd get the result or a draw. Uh, or this season, obviously, we lost, and they were really bad at the time. Um, but yeah, I don't know. That's just the way my brain remembers it. But maybe I just block out the games we lost to them. Um, I'm really not sure what to expect from the game. To be honest, on Sunday, it's very odd.
1: Hmm. if we go back and have a look at so the last three Premier League games against them at uh, the Emirates, they said Highbury, uh, April 2021, uh, that was, God, over a year ago. We lost 1 0, but Leno earned goal. I remember, as usual, nothing about it. We had Leno in goal, obviously, holding and Mari at centre back, Chambers cool. and maybe Saka as full backs. No, it's probably holding Marie and Chambers as centre backs. Ceballos, Xhaka, and Party in the middle, and Pepe and Nketiah up front ish. And then start. That's a bit weird, isn't it? That far back. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. They must have been
0: was... really short of players.
1: <laughs> you know, we were saying on the podcast the amount of mm. players that uh, players, teams have got that they don't play. Like I said, there's that bloke at New Hayden. Isaac Hayden? Isaac Hayden, Hayden. Yeah. yeah. What's that noise? Oh, someone outside i thought my, my pc was exploding and then i found everton i've got gilfie sigurdsson i thought why has he's not played a single game all season and then i googled it yeah i, I see why he's not he's a one that hasn't played mm-hmm. <laughs> cost him an absolute fortune but well I, d- I
0: don't know if it's gonna cost them money or if i have to pay him because of what's going on but yeah i didn't come to any
1: kind a of a conclusion a with it and how many yeah, breach of contract maybe who knows Remember when James Rodriguez, it was going around Twitter, he was having a sex change.
0: Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, the rumours around footballers are incredible. But yeah, yeah, I do remember there was genuinely people going, <laughs> he's not going to play and Everton can't force him out of his contract because it's a human's rights issue and he's having a yeah. sex change. And I was like, what on earth is people talking about? Yeah.
1: Have you seen so. that thing that the Everton fans do when you come to Everton? They find you at a hotel room and set fireworks off all night long. Oh, yeah. 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 souls. And then the game before that was the 23rd of February, 2020. I think that might have been. No, that was in the... Uh, actually, there was an attendance. There was 60,000. I'm trying to think. How were we be playing games in 2020 in February? Must have been right before all the lockdowns.
0: Yeah, that was uh, before the COVID lockdowns, wasn't it? Because that was March, end of February, early March, I think. 23rd of February.
1: Yeah. 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 Um, uh, unbelievably, Eddie started this game as well. It's bullshit. Wow. Someone's made this up. Beat them 3-2. Dominic Calvert-Lewin scored first. Uh, Nketiah, 27. Bamyang 33. Rakalsen, 45. Uh, um, Emrick. Oh, see, I'm reading. It's Aubameyang, 46. And then we had uh, Ozil played. Sabayos played. Kolasinic played. Mustafi. Just team full of Bundesliga bastards, basically. <laughs> I don't remember that game at all. And I've got one more in previous history. Ah, oh, the before times. 23rd of September 2018, beat them 2-0. Unai Emery and Marco Silva were the managers. We scored with Lacazette, 56, Aubameyang, 59. And some of the wonderful names we had in midfield, Terea Ramsey, Erzul, and Xhaka started. Ah, yeah. Monreal and Bellerin, our Spanish fullbacks. backs checking in goal. And they had... Uh, had Walcott playing for them and Kurt Zuma, I forgot he was there. Um, and then one final one that, that doesn't
0: seem that long ago at all. And that team's totally different, isn't it? It's completely different.
1: It certainly is. And one of my favourite ones, 11th of May 2005, 38,073 at Highbury, beat them 7 0. Uh, Van Persie, 8, Perez, 12, Vieira, 37, Perez, 50, Edu, penalty, 70, Bergkamp, 77, Matt, Flame, Flamini, 85. And they had a certain young Spaniard in midfield for Everton called Mikel Arteta. Yeah. Yes, oh, and Richard Wright in goal. We had Mad Jens Lehman in goal, Van Persie, Bergkamp, Vieira. and Sol Campbell at the back for us. I'm not going to talk about that anymore. Um, Yeah, so that's a little bit of history about our our previous meetings with the club. Are you worried about Raquelson? Did you see that goal he scored against Palace?
0: Mm.
1: Oh, my God.
0: Um, I mean, I'm worried in the sense that I don't know who we've got fit and available because there was... uh, Who was missing from training? Uh, Smith Rowe... Gabrielle White And someone else I think was missing from the training Videos or pitches apparently So I've got no idea who's going to be Available in terms of defence um, I guess Holding is back from his Suspension which is one bonus I doubt Tommy Asu Is going to be available um, It also depends on what sort of Everton Turn up because if people Didn't see it obviously they Came back from 2 0 down against Palace, who were all over them um, and fought really, really hard to get back in the game and obviously won it. And the crowd went mental. And like, it's bad that the fans got onto the pitch in terms of safety, but I understand why they were so excited about it. It's like, that's it. They're guaranteed safe. So they go into Sunday game with nothing to play for. Doesn't matter now. Um, are they going to be drained from sort of the excitedness and over the all the adrenaline from, from doing it and achieving it? Or are they going to go into the game so relaxed that they can just play with complete freedom? It's really hard to know what's going to turn up. And in terms of us and how we're going to play, who's available? Um, in general, this season when we've lost games, it's been three in a row. So this would be the third there's still that tiny glimmer of hope that if we get the win, then maybe Norwich do us a favour somehow. Who knows about that? And then we could still sneak top four. Uh, so I'm, I'm just hoping for a response from the players. Just play well. Just put the effort in. Fingers crossed we can get the win. I'll be honest, I'm going to try and ignore the Norwich-Spurs game as much as possible. I'm sure it'll be flashing up on the screen the whole way through, the scores and all the other games. Um and I'm kind of hoping that Everton just take their foot off the gas and just be like, oh, it's OK. Um, we haven't got to worry about things now. We can kind of relax. And they just slip back into the way they've been playing. Um, I think I'm more concerned about Don, uh, Dominic Calvert-Lewin than Richardson, though, because in that Palace game, despite Palace being much better for the majority of it, um, he won pretty much every 50-50 ball, had a knockdown wasn't always a perfect pass or holding it up for someone, but he was winning absolutely everything. And yeah, I'm guessing holding comes back in. Hello, cat. <laughs> <laughs> Is that all right? Oh, it's Betty.
1: She suddenly started at the age of eleven and three quarters, suddenly started, started meowing and talking. Hmm. Don't um, silly cow. Shush. Go on. Yeah. Um
0: like, Holding could come back and have one of those brilliant displays and dominate Calvin lewin but he could also maybe lose his rag a bit and get roll- rolled up by someone like Richarlison. And the idea of Richarlison uh, running at Cedric is a bit scary as well. So, I don't know. I, I really can't call the game because we're not in any sort of form and Everton, you don't know what team's going to turn up and what sort of mood they're going to be in and everything. So, we'll, we'll see what happens. And... Um, yeah, just hope for
1: a hope for a result yeah looking at the uh, the, the injury thing it says Rob Holding suspended he's not suspended he's got two yellow cards no he hasn't played enough to reach the limit where you get so many yellow cards it's a two match ban so this is what it says on Premier League Premier League com or Premier Injuries it says Tyranny we know is out Thomas Party. this is from April the 29th which is completely fucking pointless because no one knows
0: he was, was back in training Mm. Um, whether he'll be in any way available. Maybe he's on the bench and he gets to come on for 20 minutes or something to like say thank you to the fans or
1: whatever, that would be nice for him at least, I guess. Before we sold back to Spain.
0: <laughs>
1: mm. And Tommy Asher's quote is from the 16th of May. This is terrible. Yeah. They've done bugger all. Um mm. so I'm gonna ignore all of that lot. Yes, yeah, so mm. just looking at them, Everton's away form, played 18, 1-2, drawn four, lost 12 scored 15, conceded 36.
0: Yeah. Well, they're fortunate that they're coming to a team who can't score a goal for love nor money at the moment. So they might not have to worry about that. Um, I guess we'll get to see Iwobi back at the Emirates as well, won't we? He's
1: yes, has been quite a favourite there. has <laughs> yeah. been delighting the Everton fans of his yeah. inability to do anything of any, any yeah. value for them. It's been a nightmare. Yeah. Um,
0: so, yeah, I, I really don't know. I've, I really don't know what to
1: expect from the game from either team.
0: I, I couldn't call it either way. Um, for the fans who are going on the last day of the season, I just hope for their sake more than anyone else's that the team go out and put in a performance, try to entertain if they can, hopefully get the three points. Whatever happens in the Norwich Spurs game happens. I've kind of resigned myself to fifth. Um, yeah, just, just try and finish the season on the win. And I know it's going to take a while to get over the probably ending up fifth and throwing away the Champions League spot. But, um, yeah, just enjoy the last game of the season. Enjoy that we've got these exciting young players and hopefully another good summer transfer window up ahead.
1: So, um, can you see, I wonder if anyone's put any bets on Norwich to beat Spurs 1-0 and then Arsenal to win. Because that is that is possible. Spurs can completely collapse. But what I'd like to see is um, uh, Timo Pukki score in the mm. first minute, um, gets fouled in the area by Harry Kane, uh, <laughs> takes the penalty and scores. And then uh, um, Norwich go full defence. And then it will be us in the 94th minute, nil-nil. And then hopefully, uh, who's, who never scores for us? Uh, maybe Eddie. His final game for Arsenal, he, he, he toe-pokes it in from six inches out.
0: What a no. Oh no, 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 no. You know you know the way to end it. It's yeah, gone. It's, it's pyramid peer, ninety-fourth minute. In the, in <sighs> the last ten minutes of the game, everyone's taking pop shots from everywhere, nothing's happening. Pepe's been thrown on, Smith Rose on. We've got two at the back. Ramsdale's playing <laughs> in midfield. Two at the back. Yeah, again. it's just yeah. And then all of a sudden, corner goes in, there's a sea of bodies, and El Nelly just like it bounces out to him, edge of the box and just absolutely rifles it top in Pickford, try gets a hand on the ball gets blasted into the back of the net with it can't get anywhere injures his wrists Ramsdale gets to go play for England for the uh, you know for a friendlies in the summer yeah that, that's that's the dream mate that is the dream yeah, <laughs> um, yeah oh, little 40, little to
1: go,
0: 40 to 1 for Norwich and Arsenal to win well,
1: someone's put that
0: that's what Mark uh has put in the, uh, in oh, the chat yeah I see. so awesome. that's, that's the odds. So if if you're a gambling
1: man, pff, I'd say 40 to 1. It's not bad, it's pretty fucking good odds. Yeah. Do you uh do you have you got an account anyway? You're gonna put a couple of sovereigns on it?
0: I might I might I might stick a fiver on it for a laugh, why not? Um, mm-hmm. although mm-hmm. I do feel if I put money on it, it's probably gonna jinx it. That's what normal no, Jinxing when I
1: doesn't it. work. Yeah. Because I know. if not putting money on it is the opposite to jinxing it. Yeah. My cat Betty came in. As you heard, meow, 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 stood there, looked at me, went back out, come back in again, meow, 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 and gone back out again. It's because she wants, she, wants yeah, she wants to show you something. She's probably caught something outside. She is a fucking murderer. When I went out now in the electric gun. chair the other day, because outside the front of mine, the uh, the housing association, it's a lovely place, but they were too tight to do the whole of my driveway. So I've got a. 15,000 pound driveway there that are part of the, the Mercon. The old part of the driveway there and it goes down at such an angle, I have to go down it backwards. So I'm going down it backwards and I hear this. <laughs> I think, oh, fuck me, what's that? Keep going further. I ran over a dead fucking mouse, didn't I? <laughs> the flies loved it, but uh, yeah, so she is a murderer and she does kill things. I was only talking to her last night. Why well, haven't you killed anything yet? Those Where birds, there. So it's that's probably what probably she's done, yeah. She <laughs>
0: yeah, wants to get your attention say look dad check out
1: what I've uh-huh. too big yeah. to bring through the cat flat she wants me to open yeah. the door
0: yeah.
1: look <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what you kind of uh, want yeah,
0: um,
1: uh, yeah I mean,
0: that's, 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 that, that's like complete dream scenario isn't it like Aaron any screamer last minute and Norwich hold like somehow go 1-0 up in the first minute and hold on for like 90 something minutes proper proper squeaky bum time
1: uh, people have got money on Rangers. It's hilarious seeing them lose because I don't like Rangers. I'm a Celtic supporter. But, poorer. if anyone in that team you knew was going to miss the penalty, it would be Aaron Ramsey. But they're in another final today.
0: Yeah. It proves you right, though, Danny. You said once a player leaves Arsenal, all goes wrong, doesn't it? They
1: have. Uh, no one's ever had a good career once leaving Arsenal. <laughs> Sunderland the one nil up. I expect them to completely collapse. Rangers is nil nil after 76 minutes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so um, what else do you think we need to look out for in the game, Tactics wise um, If not really much, are they?
0: No, they're not a lot. It'll be uh, how high up can we push whoever's playing back Because I've been playing with a back three, and then the the wide men. I think it's a Wobi, and do I remember he plays the other side now? I can't remember who's playing the other side. Is it Coleman? Yeah,
1: uh, Coleman's right
0: back. Was he playing as a centre back at the moment in the front? Oh, Maybe. Know. I can't remember exactly how they set, but they are generally setting up with three at the back and playing like uh with sort of wing backs as such. Um and it's trying to you've got to make sure if we don't beat uh Dominic Calvert Lewin to the ball, you've got to be there for the second ball. Cause otherwise Rashadlison is going to pick it up. And yeah, he, he that that guy is a better player than uh, than Everton, for sure. might be a bit of a dickhead, but he's definitely a better player
1: than Everton. So, um, we have really got win no second balls. We've seen in quite a few games in the last six weeks, we have nobody on the far post. I yeah. think we've conceded two goals um, from uh, corners because we've had such a good season of uh, not conceding anything. And then conceding from these corners is becoming a bit of a habit so do you think Arteta should just go I'm not going to wait to the 80th minute and play everybody attacking football go out there because we all know that in in games we've had a terrible history this season of going 1-0 down and then doing bugger all after that we need to score early do you think he's got the sense to do that?
0: Um, I I mean he's going to send the players out to try and win the game I think he's done that in pretty much every single game um, this season to be fair to him except maybe Liverpool or City uh, I mean, yeah. The, uh, in terms of Arsenal players, they've kind of got nothing to lose in the sense that they have to just go out and win. So they've just got to go from the win for the, from the first whistle. And even if you go a goal down, you might just yeah just play it all out from the beginning. You just bust your nuts off for ninety um, for for ninety minutes and try and win, get as many goals as you can, whatever. Just just put them to bed. So, I. I don't want to see it sort of cautious at everything else. I don't want to be like, oh, we've kind of been in control of the game and got to half-time at nil-nil. This is good, like, considering the last two results. Just go and try and win it. Like, start chucking Ramsdale up for corners in the first half. Why the fuck? Because, right, because because basically, if you don't win the game, it doesn't matter. We've got yeah. fifth. It makes no difference. Just start sticking everyone in the box for a corner. Don't have a man on the halfway line. Fuck it. Just go for it. What, what have you got to lose? Uh, like
1: this is why. You, this is also why I'm not a manager, by the way. <laughs> yeah, none of us are. Gary says I want to see Spurs celebrate um, top four after a one nil loss to Norwich, but are still going. St- but are still, but our game still oh, our game hour. Yeah. But yeah. our game's still going on, and we score in the last second goal and watch them cry. Um, yeah. He's autocrit people. I haven't lost it. It says A-R-E, but he means O-U-R. Much like um, Man City when they won the title, because Man United were celebrating. Oh, yeah they? yeah, they were. Yeah, yeah.
0: And then you got the famous Aguero. Yeah, think, it. yeah. Was it
1: Gary Neville or Wayne Rooney was tweeting this week that he still thinks that was fixed?
0: Oh, right. Yeah, I think it might have been Rooney, yeah. He's convinced there was some proper fixing in football. After
1: game me. 50, yeah. he can go fuck himself, the fat yeah, fuck. Yeah, that's true. That is
0: true. Uh, that definitely Ars- fix refereeing in
1: that. Fucking hell. Arsenio says, Ronaldo, Smith-Rowe, to yeah. score first. <laughs> what do you put down the fact that um, Smith-Rowe, Martinelli, Erdegaard? Um, have just scored I think one goal between them since March or April or February or did you see the tweet?
0: Yeah I I think Smith Rowe is partly down to I think he's carrying a bit of an injury and his form hasn't been great but it's normal he's young he's going to have dips in form Um, I think he's better when we bring him off the bench generally to get a goal if he didn't start the game and he's brought on and we're like sort of chased, like really pressing for a goal, that's when if I was doing a bit of in-play action betting, um, I might lump some money on him to get the get the next goal, sort of thing. And the other thing as well is I think when he was scoring goals, Lacazette was still playing, so the system was slightly different. Um, in terms of Erdegaard, I think it's similar that the season drawn out a little bit too long for him. He's maybe not quite got the fitness to do the whole thing. Teams have sort of found out a little bit about the way we play. Now Eddie's in the team, we're playing slightly different. Martinelli is just, I don't know, it's just a little bit too erratic. And again, I think when Lacazette was playing, he could come inside a lot easier. And he was almost playing like an inside forward, uh, a left side forward than he was a winger. Whereas now he's playing a lot wider majority of the time because Eddie does take that central spot and actually sits on the centre-back and runs in behind whereas Lacazette would drop deeper to open the space for him to come into so I think that's probably why you've seen less goals from them a uh, combination of that tiredness teams working us out um, our forms dips all those really put together doesn't really surprise me you've seen a dipping like goal return from those players
1: yeah, I agree with all that. I think it'll all change. It's been a very it's been a short season um games wise for mm. for Arsenal. I think it's our shortest season in Premier League history. I'm, I'm sure yeah. it's something like that. But for those young players, I mean Saka to have played in every single Premier League game this season, which is at yeah. twenty years old, he is gonna be breaking records all over the place. But what do you uh, think for next season? As this young squad, do you think it'd be better for Europa League football or Champions League football?
0: Um, I mean, for the club overall it's better Champions League football obviously because of the money and the players you are going to attract but I think maybe for those younger players Europa League is probably going to be better. The group stage they should be absolutely fine and be able to walk and we could probably bring in some of the academy players but I just think if they go straight in against teams like Bayern Munich, Real Madrid PSG
1: um, Juventus, Inter you know, all all these sort of big giants of Europe, it's going to be so difficult to jump that
0: next level. Because at the moment, we're sort of... we're scrapping between sixth to fourth, within the Premier League at least, and not having to worry about anything else. When you add in an extra game a week and the travel and everything, that puts more strain on you. Um, And the quality of the opposition is so much higher. It's not like we're sitting... You know, third in the league pushing whoever's in second and I don't know seven points off first or something we're way way off like Liverpool Man City level and you can see how much you know even City couldn't get to the final in the Champions League and you think how far ahead of us they are and how much squad depth they've got um, and a lot of it will depend as well on who, who we bring in in terms of you know uh, reinforcements for the squad as well um, how much rotation those players are going to get
1: next season uh, do we have a proper out-and-out striker? Do we have an extra
0: midfielder? Do we have a new fullback? Those kind of things will, will benefit the team massively. Yeah, I think they need a few more experienced players, or at least players, don't necessarily have to be like 28, 29, 30. Could be like mid-20s, but have played a lot of football and a lot of football in Europe in particular, just to come in and help settle the team a little bit more. And Because you can see in those big games at the end of the season, like Newcastle Spurs, and you probably might even see it in the Everton game, not necessarily nerves, but like a bit of uh, naivety coming into some of the things and decisions they made because they feel this, oh, there's this big pressure, there's this huge prize they're waiting for us, we can go and get it, and their sort of decision-making goes, whereas earlier in the season when there wasn't as much pressure or expectation, they just did the right thing most of the time.
1: I'm just looking at uh, our last time in the Champions League was 2016-17 and we had a full squad of internationals, experienced players. We had the likes of Murtasaka and Sanchez and Koscielny and Ramsey and Wilshire and Ozil and Giroud, all grown men that have yeah. uh, uh, that know how to do their trade. And some of the results we got that se- in, in the Champions League that season, it was, uh, where is it? It's, um 1-1 at PSG, 2-0 we beat Basel, 6-0 Ludigretz, the one good game that Ozil ever had, and then beat Ludigretz 3-2 at their plays, 2-2 at PSG and 4-1 at Basel. And you're thinking after that, I remember, we did obviously we did shows then, because yeah. we'd done this nine seasons, but we smashed in the, the group, we scored 18 goals in six games, didn't lose a game, through yeah. to the next stage, smashed by Bayern Munich, 5-1 home and 5-1 away. Yeah. And that's with a team full of experienced, grown internationals. That's the yeah. kind of thing I'm worried about. Yeah, I,
0: I, I almost as much as I want Champions League. There is a part of me that thinks, all right, if we did, if we got lucky Sunday and Norwich could do us the favour, everything we get lucky, then then get Champions League. It's like, okay, you get your group. Say we get through the group first or second; it doesn't really matter as much anymore about that. Um, but then you get an unlucky draw. And you get a Bayern Munich or PSG or someone, they're probably going to absolutely hammer and embarrass us. And some for some players at that age, that's a really difficult thing to come back from. It takes a long time, and we've seen this season alone how like how much a defeat has affected us and how it takes us a couple of games to to get going again.
1: Um, whereas Europa League games, you would expect to be even when you
0: get to the latter stages. Um, you'd expect us to be way more competitive, much more in it, very close. Maybe your referee decision is something that costs you a game or one little moment, not like getting spanked 5-0 or something like that. So, yeah.
1: Yeah, so there is a... Uh, but are you worried that if we don't, if we don't get into the Champions League now, then having to rely on winning the Europa League next season to get back in it is going to be maybe our only chance for years because I know we were talking about this on the podcast, but Liverpool-Man City are given for the Champions League for the next God knows how long. Chelsea, uh, depending on whether they get kicked out or because you were talking about that, weren't you?
0: Yeah, yeah. It depends what happens with the sale, um, what the new, when the sale does eventually happen, what new owners are going to get and how they're going to run the club and all those sorts of things. You know, do players have to be sold? So they're sort of the big, big unknown. Man United will probably get back into it. Um, Depending on how long Conti stays at Spurs, you'd imagine they'll be competing for it. So, yeah, it's not going to be easy in the league, but I don't think it ever is easy to get in the top four, regardless of what year you look at it. There's probably only a few examples of when it's been, like, I guess, relatively easy to get in the top four, but most of the years it's very difficult to get one of those Champions League spots. So, Winning the Europa League might be a, a better way into it, and also it's it's another trophy. It's um, it's a chance to, in the group stages at least, maybe give some of the academy kids a bit more of a run, like Amari Hutchinson, uh, Miguel Aziz, those kind of guys. See where they are at with their career, whether they need to go out on loan somewhere and play more permanently. Um, and it gives this young team something to build on. Like if they win next season and won the Europa League. I don't think it's as bad a trophy as maybe people think or used to look at it. I think it's actually become a bit more competitive and there's better teams in it generally most years now. Um, that's something really good to build off. You win that first trophy and you're like, right, okay, this is what it takes to win a cup competition in the cup run. And then you use that experience and you build on it each year, going and going and going. I know the progress that we're making at the moment isn't quick enough for some people, but I, I just think you have to go steady like that. I don't think you can expect huge, huge jumps. Like, going, going from eighth to fourth in the Premier League is a massive jump. And the fact that we might only miss out by, what, like, three points, that's 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 still huge improvement.
1: Agreed. And um, they're talking in the chat about the youngest Arsenal team being 2011. Jack Wilshere, 19. Fringpong, 19. Ramsey, 20. Gibbs, 21. Traore, 21. Chesney, 21. Vela and Walcott, 22. Nasri, Danielson, Son, Manone, Bentner, 23, Fabregas, Juru, um, Johan, Juru, mm. um, all 24, Diaby and Koscielny, Clichy, 25. Um, but then you look at the number of games played that season. The most was Arshavin. Jack Wilshere played 49 games that season. Yeah. Arshavin played fifty-two. Nasri, 46, Clichy 44, Shamak, 44. So... I don't know how you're going to go and work that out, but that was a very young team back then. And Van Persie, 22 goals in 33 games. Fucking hell. Yeah. Yeah.
0: But what I would say is that team had an exceptional striker. They had one of the best midfielders the club's ever had in Fabregas. They had one of our best centre-backs ever that we've ever had in Koscielny. Um And a lot of those players uh, like came up through the academy together or all been playing together for quite a long time. Um, so I think it's a different build to this team. Like the sort of the, the spine went together and came through together. So it, it's slightly different to, to what's gone on here. And also, I don't think the difference between the starting player in that squad and the guy who would come in from there wasn't as big as a gap. Whereas, like say in our current team, Tommy Assi dropped out for injury, and then you replace him with Cedric. And It's not to say that Cedric is a terrible player, but the difference in quality, the gap, is much, much bigger, and that affects the whole team overall. It's a different style of play as well. Like the way we play now is like relying on every single person doing their job. That team, you could have, you know, Fabregas just do something on his own, or Nazri, or Arshavin, and we don't really, we don't really play like that anymore.
1: Arsenio you know, says, uh, "I'm not looking forward to the poor man's Champions League, flying into the middle of nowhere to see us play Narnia FC with Harrius Potterus scoring a world." <laughs>
0: <laughs> hey, look! It, it expands your horizons. You get to go to new places. It must be boring to go to Munich and Madrid over and over and over again. So like, oh, you can't see the same places. That's not that's not exciting, is it?
1: I wonder where um, the. Uh... Um, yeah, people in the chat, put what your uh, your um, your prediction for the game is. I'm going to go and have a look at where the Europa League final for next year is going to be held, 22-23. It's going to be held in uh, Hungary, Budapest, the Pushkas Arena. Oh,
0: ah, um, well, that's that's actually something I'd love to go to Budapest. That's supposed to be a very nice city. I've never been to Hungary.
1: On the 31st of May. Yeah.
0: Yes. I've worked with some Hungarians. They're very nice people. Um, Good. Very friendly. Yes. But yeah, Budapest is supposed to be an amazing city.
1: Uh, I'm just saying, if you get knocked out of the Europa League, do you drop down to the Conference League?
0: Oh, I assume that's how it works. I don't know. Oh, I assume it's still the same thing. If you get knocked out at a certain point Champions League, you go Europa. And then if you get knocked out Europa yeah. at a certain point, you go... Conference, I think that's how it works.
1: So, yeah, well, the conference league final is in the Sinobo Stadium. Guess what country that's in? In the what like stadium? Sinobo, S I N O B O. Sinobo Stadium it sounds uh, like it's uh, sounds like something Japanese to me. Sinobo, Sinobo, yeah. no, it's not Azerbaijan, in <sighs> it's in Prague, which oh. is uh, <laughs> what are they called? Um, Prague now, well, where's that? Is it? uh, it's Czech Republic? No, have they changed the name of it, of that country? They've changed it a few oh, times. Is it, is it Czechia now,
0: it's called? Oh, I don't know. I've no. probably just offended, like, a million oh, yeah, people. Oh, Czech. Oh, Czech, is it? It's yeah. the
1: largest, it's capital c- and largest city in the Czech Republic. Oh, there
0: you go. Yeah, Czechia, Czech Republic. There you go. Yeah.
1: Okay, right. And yeah. so... uh and the Champions League final, uh, where's that going to be held while we're talking about them? Uh, in Turkey, have... at the Ataturk Olympic Stadium in Istanbul. Oh, I'd love to go there.
0: Yeah. Uh, I, I will tell you this right now. If we do get a miracle tomorrow, there is zero chance we're getting to a Champions League final
1: next season. <laughs> <laughs> yes. No, yeah, wouldn't be a fluke here. Um, right, so some of the... Uh, the predictions here. Mr. Boblex is going 2-1 the Arsenal. Both centre-backs scoring, holding, scoring the winner. Do you think there's any doubt that we'll win tomorrow? Because I think we will definitely win.
0: Uh, I do still think there is a doubt just because the run we've had this season, we've lost the game. We've generally lost three in a row. We sort of yeah. lost them in batches. Um, I hope we win. I predicted, I think on my predictor, I did a uh, predicted a win. I think I predicted 3-1. Um just because I thought Everton will just be slightly in a weird place because their fans will be cheering celebrating because they're not getting relegated and the players are not maybe physically exhausted but maybe mentally from the excitement and the fans invading the pitch and everything and I'm sure they celebrated late into the night and the next day when they uh, beat Palace.
1: Well, just looking at Everton's last run of um, away Premier League games, 0-0 at Watford, Beat Leicester 2 1, lost 2 0 to Liverpool, lost 3 2 to Burnley, lost 2 1 to West Ham, lost 5 0 to Spurs, 2 0 Southampton, 3 1 to Newcastle, and 2 1 at Norwich. So, yeah, they're shit away from home. Um, in yeah. the chat, what have people put... Boblex is per that? Boblex is the only person there to have uh, to put oh, a, done uh, a
0: prediction. They're all still talking about the made
1: up um, football team names. Matt yeah. D'Souza says the Yaya ya Sonobo Stadium. <laughs> no, uh, dear. Yes. So, so, uh,
0: so you, you're predicting a winner as, as well tomorrow, Danny. 4 0. 4 0. Okay. How's it,
1: Patrick? Goodbye. What a way four, to go.
0: 4 0. Last game of the season against Everton. You're not, you're not thinking certain Tony Adams is going to get on the pitch and score with his left
1: foot are you I was at that game my favourite ever game my favourite ever goal oh, absolute yeah. I think as the youths call it it was scenes that day and it no, wasn't it was a scenes, pitch invading yeah. yeah. fucking pitch invading fucks yeah. uh, Rocky says 2-0 Mark Backwardin says 2-1 Mr Boblex has now gone 4-0 Adams Michael has gone 0-0 um and Matt Dassusa says, Do Leeds survive? Uh hopefully not.
0: No,
1: I don't <laughs> well, like them until they played us and they tried to kill all of our players, but
0: uh, that's sort of all they've, they've done since they've tried to kill, kill everyone. everyone. Um is it is it Burnley and Leeds, isn't it? Are the two
1: Leeds are uh, away at Brentford, yeah, Burnley are at home to Newcastle. Uh
0: Leeds away to Brentford. I don't think they'll get a result but I think Brentford will beat them. Yeah, yeah, I don't think the Burnley game's going to matter, to be honest. Yeah, um, I think Leeds will go
1: down. Leeds uh, have conceded 78 goals this season, only one less than Norwich. Which is, yeah. So, Bad.
0: I mean, it's a shame Burnley get to stay up in that case, but um, oh well, you can't have everything, can you? I mean, it wouldn't be nice if Everton were relegated because then Dominic Calvert lewin would be quite cheap in the summer.
1: <laughs> and he's been, all these previous seasons he's not really been injured that much he's had one yeah. dodgy season Arsenio Wonga what a sneaky 1-0 Rudy 1-0 um, and they were talking nonsense oh, Ray Anderson has got a bit of information says, Charles Watt said that Tommy and White might miss the match so I don't think there will be a clean sheet so it's 2-1 the Arsenal yeah.
0: I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stick with my 3-1 and um, yeah we'll go with that
1: Dejan saying we will lose tomorrow.
0: I mean, it would be very Arsenal for Norwich to beat <laughs> Spurs would. and then us to lose. Yeah, that would be. Oh, imagine it. That would it. be typical. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and <laughs> oh, then the 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 people calling me an artetosexual would be all over me on Twitter and in my mentions, <laughs> going get him out of the club. So there we go. Yeah. Uh, we we had our chance all we could do tomorrow is try to win the game and then. What we'll, whatever will be will be if we finish fifth we finish fifth i will take that as it's what i predicted at the start of the season
1: well there you go people that's uh that's all you need to know about the game i think we have given you bugger all information so uh don't <laughs> no, listen to what yeah. we said no tactical
0: <laughs> no tactical insights nothing about formations or players no. or key information just the load of nonsense
1: will there be a formation yes Mm. Will there be players? Yes. Will there be goals? Almost definitely. Oh, yeah. So uh, <laughs> there you go. Right. We're going to go now. We've done forty-five minutes. That's yeah. more than enough of your time wasted, people. Thank you very much for joining me, John. It's been an absolute pleasure again. Thank you very much. I'm just going to quickly say, Danny, because I'm no. a fan of the uh, the black and the
0: white t-shirts, as I'm sure many people may have noticed. Yes. I might have to make myself. I'm going to have to ask Danny because he has the copyright and ABW. <laughs> a badge like black one with the white outline just on a black t-shirt i think that'd look very
1: nice we've actually got the um why you mentioned that i can go here Mm. and then go and show you the Where is it Uh, this is not a plug
0: by the way people we're not actually selling anything i just thought it'd be nice on a t-shirt i can Um,
1: do
0: some free advertising whilst i'm at work just walking around going oh "Oh, what's about camp wonderland
1: i have got the t-shirts right up there's the front of it but we can have any of our, any of our badges because uh, if you see the… Um, oh, yes, we can we can have any colour, right? I see. In the top right-hand corner of the screen, we've got the black one. Yeah. We've got the gold. We've got the white, which will look quite good. But no, and then you've got the normal one, and then you've got the, that different colour one there. Oh, yeah. And then we've got the, the back of the shirt, which will be an optional extra, that.
0: Oh, I don't think I could have that. Um, I'd maybe have, like, hashtag fuck list or something
1: like that. But, yeah. <laughs> but the woman who I want to do it, she, mm. only, she lives in Ramsey, which is about 10 minutes from here. My mm. cleaner gets all of her stuff made there. So it's made in the UK or made yeah. in England, made in Cambridgeshire. And she's it's pretty decent. Posh. So I think if I can get those shirts made for about 10 to 15 quid each, first of all, ABW will all need one. All the ones that turn up, they'll all need one. And... Uh, <laughs> Uh, and then we can start wearing them and then people can see them and people can like them. So it's uh it's not to make money on, it's to uh, just just to share the love of, of our stuff, maybe even give a couple away. But I did define I did a spreadsheet on my finances for ABW and in nine years I'm one thousand pound down, so Oh uh...
0: do you hear that? <laughs> do you hear that, ladies and gents? A thousand pounds in nine years.
1: Wow. I, oh, we've made had, we've had a few thousand come in, but I've spent a lot of money. Most of that thousand goes on, on this PC. I mean, that cost me 1300 quid of a monitor. So,
0: oh, that doesn't count. You can't claim PC expenses as part of the podcast cost. You were going to get one anyway. I wasn't. <laughs> You're such a liar. <laughs>
1: <I> definitely wasn't. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, but if I wouldn't have done the podcast, I wouldn't have needed a new PC. So over the years, oh, I've had two PCs. The last one died. I used to have to get my mum when she come over. I'd say, "Go turn the PC on." It would take a quarter of an hour for a PC to warm up and turn on. <clears throat> so that wasn't that wasn't very good. So I needed a new one. So I've got SSDs. It's now. You're
0: always early, then, Danny, isn't it? You're always it on
1: time. It yeah. certainly is. Oh, Stan is there? Because it is uh, eight fifty eight a.m. Where Stan is Stan's now in the WhatsApp group. People, he's uh, he's sitting there in the WhatsApp group. Judging everybody mercilessly, right? So uh, five minutes after we say we're going to go, we're going to go. John, any wise words for our beautiful listeners? Uh, Hashtag me poo. Hashtag I've seen a new one from watching the court case this week.
0: Hashtag Amber Turd. This is quite a good one.
1: Yeah. (laughs) So, oh, let's. uh...
0: Uh, But obviously, you know, don't don't make judgments on people until the court case is over. No, but yeah.
1: So we'll we'll leave you with this. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> all right john thank you very much and everybody uh, our boblix wants to know how's the pirate he's obviously still very sad but we are we do message him and he's okay but it's uh, yeah because his other cat um passed i think about eight or two years ago mm-hmm. and uh, it's very sad but you know that's pets for you they don't live forever sadly And once I see what Betty's doing, her time might be up as well, because I'm going to go and see what she's up to. Right, thank you very much, John. Thank you very much, listeners, viewers. And uh, remember, don't subscribe, do not like. And for fuck's sake, don't tell anybody what we do. It's our little secret. We'll see you tomorrow after the game. And it's going to be me and Stan, and I don't know who else is going to turn up. So goodbye. As soon as I scored that goal, I was fucking livid. Splendid business. Get down, dog.